Lend your hand voice to one of the scariest horror villains. Voice actress Elsie Lovelock joins me to talk all about her role as Mummy Longlegs from Poppy Playtime Chapter 2. Hello, Elsie. How's it going? Hi, I'm good, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> that was a lovely intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I always try. I, I sit down, right? Before I start an episode, I watch this morning because I absolutely love Philip and Holly. So I'm yeah, like, right, let's, let's, get, let's get tips from these two. Let's, let's... Literally, they are so funny. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how they introduce their, their guests. They always want with something like, I'm like, yeah, I'm stealing that. Yeah, no, that's a good, a good technique. <laughs> so how have you been? How's like COVID and things been treating you like since like with lockdown and everything? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, to be honest, like I've been all right. Um, yeah, it's been fine, uh, really. I mean, like voice acting is like one of those very, very rare professions which wasn't really affected uh, badly by COVID, which is good. Um, so we're very, very lucky in that respect. Because uh, I've got like a remote, you know, home studio and stuff like that. So still been able to, you know, audition and work. So, yeah. And and it's starting to go back to kind of quote unquote normal now where it's like it's OK to go back into a studio and stuff now, which is good. But yeah, and it was all right. 2020 was, you know, hard like it was for literally everybody. But um, yeah, things are getting a lot better. So, yeah, hopefully the, you're OK as well with everything. And, you know, like you got through it all right as well <laughs> yeah i mean it, to be honest it didn't feel different to me personally because mm. of our suffer with anxiety and things are going out it's difficult yeah. anyway so like yeah, yeah. staying in was just like for the norm for me anyway yeah <laughs> no yeah exactly no i can imagine like that kind of saved you in a way <laughs> it's just good to stay in so yeah definitely <laughs> yeah it did it saved saved me I have not touched wood, have not caught COVID yet. <laughs> yeah, same. Touch, touch wood, touch wood. Like, I'm so glad that I haven't. Like, I've, I've been, uh, I'm amazed that I haven't, to be honest. I've still been being careful, but like, I'm still just like, oh God, it's literally like waiting around the corner. So, touch wood, touch wood that we <laughs> yeah. don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're just going to dive right into the questions here. And yeah. um, so, how would you describe your character to someone who hasn't played the game yet? Oh, um, I describe mommy as a kind of, I mean, she's very creepy, uh, sort of kind of wants to just sort of, she's, I don't know, like it's, it's difficult to describe it. She's very, she's scary. Uh, she's kind of comes across as quite cute, but then is actually pretty, <laughs> pretty freaky. Um, and you know, just wants to like play games and have fun, but in her own twisted way. I mean, there's obviously a, a lot wrong with her, but, um, with the lore in the game, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, it's probably, there might be a reason why the experiments, you know, people like Huggy Wuggy and Mommy Longlegs, there might be a reason why they're kind of, uh, super scary and, and psychopathic like that, you know, like they've been messed up in some way. So yeah, it's difficult to like describe her, but yeah, she's scary villain, but also kind of wants to make you feel safe and like we're playing games and having fun. When I um, was introduced to the character through the game, I was like, why'd she sound so Disney, but <laughs> evilly Disney? Yeah, yeah. I think that's like something that I actually um, kind of wanted to sort of include because like, because she's mommy long legs, you want to kind of have that feeling where it's like she wants to come across as comforting at first, but then obviously something is really off 
and I and that's what I really like tried to get across in the voice was that you know she comes across as like a stereotypical 1950s you know sort of like friendly mom and then obviously she's you know completely crazed and psycho so <laughs> it, it comes across just really really creepy and messed up <laughs> Did the uh, producers and directors give you, like, free reign uh, over your character, like, you know, to um, make your voice in a certain way? Did they say you could do this? Did they give you a lot of, you know, free... Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did send me a reference for a character. I can't actually remember what the character was. There was one character... um, I genuinely can't remember what the character was. I'm blanking completely, but they were like, we kind of like her to sound like similar to this, but we're willing for like, we're open for interpretation. Um, so we actually tried a f- uh, like three different accents because obviously I'm from the UK. Uh, so we tried like standard American, British, and I did like a Southern American, you know, like how do y'all, you know, kind of thing. Um, and so I sent, the, you know, all these versions to them. They were like, oh, can we just, you know, go for the American, like the normal American version? I was like, sure. So it kind of started a bit more like high pitched, sort of cutesy. And then when I actually started recording her lines, it kind of turned more into a sort of like, um, it sort of settled into what it was in the game now, which is kind of like creepy and high pitched, but going more into like the sort of smooth, you know, lower tones, especially when she gets angry or she's trying to be intimidating or something. Um, so it definitely went from being sort of the blueprint was like a standard cutesy voice going into the more kind of multifaceted, hopefully more multifaceted <laughs> voice that it is now sort of thing. And that kind of evolved while I was recording uh, all the lines. So it's it's co- kind of cool because I listened to like my old auditions and I was like, man, <laughs> that's, that's actually changed quite a bit. But yeah, we definitely like molded it into what it was. So I'm I'm really glad that it's being like received as well as it is. So I'm I'm just I'm just really really happy about that and really grateful. Yeah, how do you feel about how uh, it's all been received um, with the <laughs> game? Like uh, I've, I watched Daz Black play it the other day. Daz Black's a really good creator. <laughs> Markiplier saw that that he was playing it as well. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's honestly it is nuts because like a lot of voice actor work is quite. <sighs> This is the wrong word because obviously the people appreciate what you do, but it it can be some sometimes a bit thankless. Like you'll do what you feel is like a performance that you're proud of. And then it doesn't really kind of get any sort of acknowledgement or recognition kind of thing. Not that that's needed. You know, we're not that egotistical that like we need all that. But it is really <laughs> nice to see that there's like some of my voice acting, which is actually being like noticed and and appreciated in that sense which is really nice, you know, that that's like a super, super nice thing to happen. You know, again, not like I like need it or anything. I'm not like that because I'm honestly just happy to do this job. Like any work I can get, I absolutely love it. Like I I really wouldn't want to be doing anything else. But it is super nice just to sort of like have that one thing where people are hearing it and going like, oh, that's actually like really cool. You know, that's just super nice and, and, and like really validating. And it just kind of like, it's like, oh, you know, this is this is just the best job ever, you know, like it, when, when what you're trying to convey with a character gets across to people and actually affects them, like, especially like where people were sort of reacting to like, her. Uh, I'm going to get into spoilers. So just skip ahead a little bit. She, she dies <laughs> and she gets ground up in this uh, grinder. And um, a lot of people have been reacting quite strongly to that because they're like, Oh geez, you know, her screams were pretty, uh, pretty freaky. And at the time when I was doing them, I was a bit kind of like, you know, I did several takes. I tried, you know, different intensities and they they just pick the one that they liked best. Um, so it, it's nice to sort of hear that 
that people are reacting to it so strongly and that it came across you know in in a good way so yeah overall it just feels really really nice i'm just super super grateful that people you know are enjoying it and that they're reacting to it and that it's doing the job it's supposed to do which is scare people you know she's supposed to be scary and if i've done that job well then then i'm happy <laughs> so yeah it's, it's lovely <laughs> you definitely did do the, the job right. well done thank you so much clapping. <laughs> oh god no no thank you so much really that that does mean a lot so i'm, I'm very grateful so um jumping back to the audition process um did you do any research prior to the role did the producers know how uh, we, we touched on this just a bit like how uh, they wanted the character to sound and act mm. yeah no well they the creators actually approached me which was really strange because that doesn't usually happen trust me and i was like oh my lord this is like that poppy playtime game that was like really popular uh, at the end of uh, 2021 so i was like oh oh geez like, i felt a lot of pressure because i was like oh man i really i want to do a good job here because it would be like amazing to be in the game in any way so i i, I tried quite hard which is why i said earlier which is why i sent like three different versions of the voice because i was like i really wanted to like cover my bases here and like <laughs> hopefully <laughs> land this and you know thank goodness i did you know i'm so so grateful and happy um but yeah they just sent me some artwork of her um and they were just like yeah she's just kind of creepy she's gonna be like you know chasing you but also we want her to sound kind of you know sort of false friendly as well and and yeah like everything i said earlier really it just went from there like sent a few auditions and shaped it into what it is now i'm curious to hear how mommy long legs would sound in a southern american accent and also <laughs> a british accent would you be yeah. Um, would you be happy to just give us a line <laughs> in both yeah, yeah. British and South oh, American? Oh man, yeah. My audition was so funny. I listened to the British one and I was like, yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work at all. Um, oh, man, it was something like the audition was like, um, oh, I can't remember a line. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of a line. What's the line that she says? Um, a new playmate. It's been so long. It was like, Oh, a new playmate. It's been so long since I've seen anybody here. It kind of sounded a bit like that. It was a lot more like high-pitched and, and cutesy. And then the Southern American one was kind of like, hi, I'm mommy. It's good to meet you kind of thing. And it was sort of, that was what I was trying to get across. Kind of like a yeah. My Little Pony kind of Texas kind of thing. I don't know. But um, yeah, it just it just sounded super strange listening back to <laughs> So I'm glad that it settled on what yeah. it was and they yeah. definitely made the right choice picking the normal American. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. It's up to them at the end of the day. Now the the British one sounds really cute while the Aww. now the South um American one actually sounds creepy as well. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of have a feeling that they was actually trying to decide on standard American and Southern yeah. American because it's really hard. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I think with like, you can't go wrong with a general American accent. Like, I think if you do an accent which is kind of very regional to an area, it kind of leaves a lot of room open for people to be like, you know, why does she sound like this? Blah, blah, blah. But going with the standard accent is like, it's a safe bet. And it was definitely the good choice in the end because we were able to mold that in lots of different directions. So, yes, (laughs) they made the right choice. So uh, what got you into acting? Was there any particular person who inspired you to start? Yeah, well, 
uh, my life in a nutshell story is that I actually originally wanted to be an animator because I absolutely love cartoons, video games. I've loved all that stuff ever since I was little. Um, and I used to like play with my Beanie Babies and Barbies and give them all different voices and accents and everything. So I think I always had a love for it from the beginning for acting and, and stuff like that, but I didn't really know it until much later because I went to art school and stuff. And then during art school, I was in an opera um, where I got to do like a solo and it was all kind of like, it was a very life-changing experience for me because with the animation and the art stuff, it felt like I was just locked in a room all the time, just drawing, not really expressing myself the way I wanted to. And I had like a lot of imposter syndrome when I was doing art because I was like, everybody is just so much better than me. What is the point of me doing this, you know, kind of thing. Um, and I did an animation for my final uh, for the course, uh, which was great. But during that time, I was doing the opera. This is when I was like 17. And I was just like, this is just what I want to be doing. Like, I just feel so like I actually have something to offer in this area. So since then, I started like my YouTube channel and I've been uploading covers on there, you know, since I was like 16 years old. And I'm as of this interview, I'm 29. So, you know, it's been quite a long time, like, you know, getting close to 15 years now. And that really helped me express my love of acting. And since then, I did more like shows and stuff. And I worked abroad. I worked in Tenerife for six months um, doing like entertainment. Uh, I've done cabaret in London. I've done lots of like, you know, Amdram musical theatre productions and stuff. I was on Britain's Got Talent. And there's no footage of that. Thank the Lord, because it was so embarrassing. It's like I got three yeses out of four, but Simon said no. And it was just all just embarrassing. Ugh, I'm so glad there's no footage of that. but. I've, I did all that kind of stuff. And then voiceover kind of fell into my lap in like 2015 where I was like, actually, I'm going to give it a go and like actually audition for stuff. Because I kind of had this epiphany where I was like, you know, this is not going to land in my lap, This these jobs. I really have to like push myself out there and really work for them. So that's what I did. And I'm really lucky uh, that I met a lot of amazing people who like recommended me for things along the way and helped me get into things like I wouldn't be anywhere without them. So I'm just so, you know, grateful for all the help because you need help in this industry. Like you do need help. You need recommendations. You need friends. You need people who are going to like nudge you in the right direction. And then you do the rest with your own drive. So, yeah. And then I'm I'm super lucky. And then I went like full time voiceover, uh, self-employed in 2018. And, and, and that's it. It's been like that ever since. And yeah, like I said earlier, like I just could not be happier with how my life has turned out in that respect. Like, I'm just so happy that I get to still sing, uh, you know, voiceover, uh, jobs like this, you know, like Poppy Playtime. Like, it's all just so much fun. So, yeah, sorry if that went on too long. That was too long-winded, no, but I just tried no. to, like, convent, condense my journey into a, <laughs> into a <laughs> nutshell. <laughs> you should be very proud of yourself. What a really good journey. Thank you so much. Yeah, that that means a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm really pleased where I am now because it's it's been it's been really hard because I've literally like I dragged myself up from like the very bottom, and to be in a position now where it's like this is just I'm super super pleased with everything. So, yeah, thank you so much. It's <laughs> okay. It's coming from a <laughs> podcast host. Like I'm very proud of you. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. No, I honestly really mean it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yanny. laughs> I want to. I, I want. I. I want to touch on it a little bit. Over in Scott Talent, because how come yeah. like, there's no footage? 
They, because Britain's Got Talent is, I mean, I'm going to like really call them out here, but whatever, I don't care. I'm never going to go on it again. It's it's really rigged and like schemy and set up. Like you can go through, but basically if you're not interesting enough to be on TV, they'll just send you home. So that's what happened to me. I technically oh. got through. I got three yeses out of four, which is a, a which is a yes. You know, it's a get through. Yeah. And then when we were leaving, the producer was like, you might be contacted to come back, but you might not. So just keep an eye out. And I never was. So I was like, eh, whatever. I mainly did it for the experience because I, I was scouted for it. Yeah. So like I got, you know, because I was posting videos at the time and I had someone be like, oh, you know, do you want to try out? So I was like, eh, why not? You know, and it was definitely the most nerve wracking experience of my life. Um, I wouldn't wish it on anyone unless you really want to do it. You know, like you're really putting yourself out there um and it was it was hard you know I, I got a good reception and I got nice compliments and everything but yeah I would say it's definitely not a genuine thing <laughs> it's yeah. definitely like very rigged like you know those sign-up tables when they like show people like putting their name down that was yeah. all completely fake like they just made like a fake table and they were like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna Don't do the sign-ups now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, <it> <laughs> Fun story. I actually went with a friend who uh, went to audition for Britain's Got Talent. Uh, really? But this was this was only in fr- front of the producers. It was not uh, oh. by, for the judges or anything like that. Were they singing or were they doing something else? Uh, I think they sang. Yeah, and, oh, and she nice. came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came out. She was like, "They all said no." <laughs> I was like, oh, <gasps> no! I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, it's it's really it's it's really gutting. You know, like it's it's. It's difficult because like, you know, even like Simon Cowell saying no to me, you always watch TV and you watch the singers and you watch X Factor and stuff and you're like, oh, surely I would be able to do this. And then you actually get up there and, and then you hear that and it's like, oh man, but you know, that it doesn't define me or doesn't define anybody. No. You know, you're still no. people still talented. You know, what they say doesn't, doesn't really matter as long as you've got people who enjoy what you do. But yeah, it was an interesting experience and I'm just, yeah, really glad that there's no footage because yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hell no. It's, it's, one so of those, it's one of those things where you would just want to erase from, you know. Literally, I would be trying to take all the videos down and just like never want anybody to see it. So yeah, thank God. <laughs> but that's that's the thing, like these days, people don't really need TV to get the to get the recognition they deserve. Exactly. Like, you like, really don't, yeah. What YouTube and things really yeah. excelled creators and singers. Exactly. Like, Even TikTok. Like, I mean, yes. the guy, um, Sam Ryder, who was literally on Eurovision uh, last <gasps> weekend, he, he was a TikTok singer. And, yes. you know, and then he's representing the UK. So it's like, you really don't need to go on these shows anymore. It's not like the early 2000s where it was shows like, I don't know, America's Next Top Model and X Factor and stuff, where it was like, oh, I need to go on this show to be noticed. You, you don't need to do that anymore. There are no. much no. better ways to put yourself out there, which are less humiliating, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's just they all run a narrative on TV, don't they? Yeah, exa- it's exactly. That's the narrative. Like, you know, because I was bullied in high school and stuff. They were, like, obsessed with the fact that I was, like, bullied and stuff. They were like, you know, so say how this helped you, you know, recover and everything. And it was like, man, I don't want to go into all that. It's only a business. Like, you know, and people could be <laughs> yeah. also making it up, you know. Like, how, who's to know, like, someone could be going on there and, and everything that's happened to them. You know, they could be could be faking it you don't know it's all just like it's so subjective and it's tv you just don't know what the truth is so yeah i was like "Mm, that's not for me (laughs) 
<laughs> Talking of Eurovision, I was on the edge of my seat the entire voting Oh my god, process. wasn't it so great? Oh my god, I was I was so drunk, but I was like so happy. Oh my god, it was amazing. Yeah, it was so so good. I was so proud of him. It was it was a fantastic Eurovision. So next question is, uh, what is the day in the life of Elsie like? Oh man, yeah, I get up. Uh, sometimes I have workout sessions with my PT, who is lovely, um, because I'm like sort of on like a weight loss journey at the moment, uh, which is going good actually. I'm back on track now after a couple of months of like kind of being off track, but no, I've I've done well. Uh, so I'll get up and do that a few times a week. Um, yeah, and then I'll eat and then might watch a bit of YouTube. Uh, I've been watching like travel videos at the moment of like these guys who go on first class on airplanes and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> which oh. has been like my new thing so i'll maybe watch like a few of those videos for a bit and then i'll go upstairs turn the pc on i write everything on a to-do list like on an actual piece of paper um because i'm not very good at like managing google docs and you know excel sheets and all that which other people do so i just write it all down and then i'll just go through the day and just record what needs to be recorded and just tick it off if it's been done uh, sometimes you know there'll be like auditions sent to me which need to be done like that day or in a couple of days so I'll you know do some of those and that's about it really and I'll come off um, have dinner and then chill in front of the tv and then usually at night I'll play some games with my friends in in my discord server at the moment we're playing like Sea of Thieves again but we've been playing uh, Apex Legends um, and some other stuff so yeah that's kind of <laughs> my standard day really it's not really very interesting like get up work you know, I just feel very, very fortunate to work from home because I used to do retail and working in a call center and stuff. And I was like still trying to do auditions and recording sessions throughout all of that. And it just feels amazing to like actually have all the time that I need to get stuff done, yeah. you know, on my own time. Like, I'm so, so happy that I, I get to do it all from home. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, universe. But yeah, that, that's pretty much it, really. Uh like, I see. I love Save Thieves. Save Thieves is so mm-hmm. fun to play with friends. It's so much fun. It's so stressful because like you'll get a load of treasure and then you like pray that you can go back and not be attacked oh, by yeah. something and lose it all. You know. So I was so stressed last night because we just pillaged this fort and it took ages. And then we were going back to to sell it all, and I was just like, oh, please, please let us get back safe. <laughs> but apart from that, yeah, it's super fun to play with your friends. I love that game. Oh, that happened that happened to me once. Me and my sister was playing and we spent hours looking for this treasure. We finally found it. it was just about to get back and someone has sank us and attacked Yeah, us. literally, it's so <laughs> annoying. Oh my god, I hate it. Or the Kraken shows up or the Megalodon or whatever. And oh, it's just like yeah. everybody go away. Leave oh. me alone. <laughs> <laughs> when well oh, when the Kraken shows up, it's like panic. Oh, that's that's panic. The- <laughs> That is the worst. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's a fun game, though. As much yes, as it is. It is really, a really fun game. Yeah. Um, do you ever uh, practice your skills to best increase your experience? Uh, what you mean, like with voiceover and singing and stuff, like practicing? Um, yeah, and yeah, like with both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I try to do like. I don't usually do a lot of workshops. Um, I've I've done a, few, a couple this year. Um, but I prefer mainly to just sort of like practice by like, you know, reading with friends or going to like in-person workshops. Like I went to an event, um, a couple of weeks ago called Get Your Game On, which was run by the voiceover network, which was amazing. Cause it was like, you have talks from like voice actors and casting directors and you get to meet people like really network. And that was great. Um, 
but yeah, I usually just do kind of, yeah, I don't really, I, I should, I mean, that's not a very good answer, is it? Like I should be kind <laughs> of like, you know, sort of practicing more, but I find that like, I just, I'm lucky enough to have the work that I do and I just try to focus on that and like try and sneak in a workshop or, you know, doing some reading with friends, you know, voice actor friends or stuff like that or networking events whenever I can. But yeah, I mean, I do like vocal warm ups. I try to keep my singing kind of in check because I find that if you don't sing for a while, when you get a job, when you've got to sing, you kind of get a bit like, ooh, that sounded a bit crap, <laughs> you know, like a bit rusty. Um, but yeah, no, I, I try to do what I can, really. When I was younger, like I wanted to be um, voice actor myself and I used to do like, this might sound a bit sad, but I used to like no, it's not. Get, uh, get audacity and I'd always sit there and I'd just like voice act random yeah. scenes, especially from Halo Combat Evolved because that was my favourite game growing up. So, yeah, oh um, my gosh. That's so literally just, what I used to do, stuff like that. Yeah, and I was thinking maybe I should put that on my portfolio. <laughs> no, yeah, <I> but, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like anything like that is so good. Like that that's what I literally did on YouTube. Like I would just record myself like singing all these Disney songs and, and anime songs that I loved. And that actually like shaped me, like my skills, because I would learn to like control my voice better and stuff like that. So anything that you can do in that respect is so helpful. Yeah. So that's yeah. totally relatable. You know? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say I'll pursue voice acting now, however, but I wanted to do normal acting. I was yeah. going to start doing, like, um, acting groups, but there's nothing around here, nothing. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to ask what area you're in, but because it's being, like, because it's the podcast, I'm like, obviously you don't have to say, <laughs> but, yeah, it, that's completely understandable because, like, it is very difficult to find, like, you know, even Amdram or community theatre in some areas, they just don't have it. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's, it's difficult. A so I understand that. Yeah, I, I, um, I support a field was doing like um, I voice acting. Uh, it was with uh, a company called Red Red something. Uh, I can't remember the yeah. name because it was years ago. And yeah, yeah. I was like, we're doing like um, acting groups down in London, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I might do this. And it was yeah. like, it was like five grand. <laughs> Oh my god, that's what I hate. It's like, you know, everybody gets told that they should be getting, you know, if they want to be an actor, they've got to do classes and stuff. But it's so like not accounting for the people that cannot afford like the thousands of pounds for these classes. You know, it's it's like even my community theater group, I had to like pay to get into it, like pay a fee. You know, it's like for God's sake, like I know they got to need money to keep it running like everything else. But it's like, you know, some of us just want to do it. And we don't want to have to pay like, you know, hundreds or thousands of pounds, you know, yeah, it's just exactly. like, oh, crying out loud. But, but yeah, I totally the, feel that. But the way they could make money back is by charging for shows and things like that. And Yeah, exactly. It's like you have the money. Why not just like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it irritates me. I could rant for ages. So I won't, but... <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I totally like, feel that though. <laughs> yeah. Like the only reason it was five grand just because I support Phil's there. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh man, that is just mm, that makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, next question is: If you could craft and create your own cocktail inspired by your character, I love alcohol. This is why I got an alcohol question. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great question. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, what would some of the ingredients be for this cocktail? Oh man, it'd have to be pink. So I'm yes. thinking like a cosmopolitan or something like that. And then, oh man, 
like pink and blue, pink and turquoise kind of thing. So I don't know. Like there's a, oh, there's so many pink drinks that you could have, or you could have like a pink, uh, like a sparkly rosé or something like that and put like some frozen blueberries in it or something. Or you could have like some, you know, like those wacky cocktails you can get where they've got like sweets chucked in them and everything. (laughs) All manner of things, you know, like piled up or honeycomb or whatever. You could have something like that, like a sweet cocktail, but have like some strawberry laces like wrapped around the glass or like around the top of the cup or something like that because she's all twisty and and stretchy. Um, Or like I mentioned when we did the Twitter live, like the the fizzy Coca-Cola bottles that are like pink and blue. Yeah. Like have them like on the side or like some sugar around the rim or something like that because she's so sweet. And then the actual drink itself could be like really like bitter or like sour or something like that because, you know, she's actually (laughs) scary underneath. (laughs) God, there's so many options for like pink and blue. You could really go crazy. No, that's a good question. I like that. I kind of like want a cocktail now. Oh, yeah, and me. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like the, we- the weather is so nice today. I'm like, I want to go pub. Mm. I want to go to the pub. I know, same. I'm just like, I just want to sit in the garden and just like have an iced coffee or something like that. It's just, oh, yeah. Um, you, after, our, after our Twitter Spaces session on, was it, it was last Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, last yeah. Friday, I literally went straight to the pub afterwards. <laughs> yeah, no, I do not blame you at all. Because, like, doing a live as well, like, it makes you anxious. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. seeing people, like, popping in and everything, it's like, oh, God, you know, it does make yeah, you scared. Yeah. So I completely I, get it. <laughs> I was like that too. I was like, oh, got a week now. <laughs> and and, and I, it's, it's the thing, like, I've got to keep the conversation going. I don't want it to go dead. And then people get yeah, nervous. Yeah. <laughs> i know so, same just, yeah don't don't worry because like, i totally i totally get that like i've done like some panels and stuff at cons and there's just no like back and forth between you know me and in the audience or whatever and it all just gets really like it's like you know i had that when i was hosting in tenerife as well i'd be like so guys you know what do you think about this and it would just be like you know freaking crickets yeah. so i, I completely <laughs> i completely get it <laughs> um normally um at the start of podcast episodes i normally do like a game with the um with the uh guest who's involved like i we, we were doing like a would you rather like kill marry or befriend kind of game yeah yeah but i've i've tried to think of like some more interesting games i could do um so is there any like suggestions because uh, you've done hosting Ooh. did you say you've done hosting yeah yeah so have you got any suggestions for like games we could do with guests? Oh, I don't know. I'm so sorry. I actually have no idea because it was all like kind of interactive sort of stuff or like music related. So I could like play it on the, um, you know, the sound system and stuff like that. Yeah. And otherwise it was like quizzes or other stuff like that. So I'm so sorry. I don't know any like games that we could kind of, I mean, like the, the would you rather kind of game sounds funny or mm, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have any games. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay, but I was just like randomly thinking because um, yeah, yeah. Because like I, I use this podcast as a way my my experience to finally get out there and do panel hosting or mm. or presenting. Yeah. Or, I'm hoping one day it will help. <laughs> yeah, no, it will. It definitely will. This all really helps, you know, especially like interacting with people that you haven't met. Like it's very important to like manage it and you know, in an effective way. And I think you do that really, really well. So I don't think you've got anything to worry about, you know. So uh, next question is, uh, for roles that require so much strain, 
on your voice? Uh, what kind of vocal remedies uh, do you do at home to help? Yeah, I mean, um, vocal warm-ups like for singing are super, super useful, even if you're doing a voiceover thing. So if you have to scream or shout or whatever, just getting your voice like super warmed up just breaks it out of like that kind of, you know, like when you wake up kind of phase, like sort of stuck, not really able to move. The vocal warm-ups kind of get it really going so that when it comes time to do that, you, you're better equipped to like give a better performance because you can kind of push yourself a bit. I mean, with voiceover and like the screaming and everything, like you, it just matters about how many you do. So like if you're going to do some screamy takes, don't do more than a certain amount. Or if you can feel that it's starting to hurt, stop and have some tea or some water and then come back to it. Like you never want to push it to the point where you're walking out like, <sighs> because it you may not feel it like, in the moment but the next day you could wake up and be really croaky like I've literally had that happen where I felt fine and then the next day I, I it, it was starting to hurt like I could feel the pain coming yeah. um another thing I would say that a lot of people don't really say is like try and get some decent sleep if you can obviously if you're like an insomniac you know then I'm sorry but like if there's a way that you can or try to go to bed earlier or just get a bit more sleep because trying to do this on a lack of sleep you know like when you're really really tired like I went to bed you know super late because of the storm last night I was awake and I woke up just feeling like I can't really handle anything so I'd say definitely getting some decent rest even if you have a nap or something and then do some warm-ups after that that really helps because it's just like you've got that reserve of energy um another thing I do is that I drink a tea which is a really amazing concoction if you can make it uh, this is like the optimal ingredient. So like, don't worry if you want to make it, don't worry if you um don't have these. But I'd say like get a herbal based tea. So like a lemon and ginger tea bag, put actual lemon and ginger in it. So like squeeze lemon juice into it, put lemon slices into it, slice ginger, put that into it. Um, lots of honey. Manuka honey is better, but I do understand it is really expensive um but it's just like higher grade so it's like really nice and you just mix that in there as well get that getting that nice balance between like sweet and sour is, is really nice for this drink another thing is um there's like a, a chinese throat medicine that a lot of people a lot of voice actors use which is called ninjom and you can get it on amazon and stuff and it's basically like i can't remember what like the base ingredient is it's some kind of fruit or something but it's like got this kind of like sort of dark cherry taste and it's like a syrup so I would put that in as well, mix it all together. And then if you really want to keep pushing it, you can put like a tiny bit of turmeric in, uh, like the uh, the spice, because it's really, it's like an anti-inflammatory. Another thing that works for me, sorry, I will wrap this up, I promise, because there's just so many ways I can talk about with this. <laughs> Another thing that really worked for me when I had like the worst throat infection of my life was raw garlic. So like just literally getting the clove that's raw. I mean, it makes your breath smell for ages afterwards, but it's worth it. Getting the clove that's raw and like eating it and kind of holding it sort of at your throat, if that makes sense. And like swallowing a lot and really getting the essence. Like that was the only thing because I couldn't even talk. Like my throat was so inflamed, I couldn't even speak. And garlic was the only thing that kind of got me to that stage where I could, um, you know, kind of, have some relief because I tried everything. I tried like fizzy drinks, you know, lozenges, throat spray. I was trying actually everything. And garlic was the only thing that worked. And one of my friends um taught me that they uh 
had a role in an anime which required so much emotional screaming and total vocal stress, like just through and through. And they told me to have garlic and they gave me garlic because I was in LA at the time and they gave me some at their house and it was like literally the only thing that helped. So <laughs> I would also highly recommend that. But honestly, it's just knowing your limits, not pushing it. Do a limited number of takes. If you're in a session, a good director will always keep checking on you to make sure that you're okay. So if a director isn't doing that for shouty lines, then mm, then they're not either not a very good director or the project isn't really being managed very well kind of thing. Because if you go and do a proper project, they'll always like check that you're okay and give you a break, you know? Um, so sorry, that was super long-winded, but like that's, you know, I could answer so many aspects of the, that question. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are my tips. <laughs> Uh, uh, the tea is nice like the that's lovely like, yeah 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 really nice honestly like if you when next time you have a sore throat i would highly recommend it it's really nice it's like sweet and sour but also you can really feel it working it's like a kind of a warm you know sort of sweet sour but also works because it's got like anti-inflammatory properties in it like the ginger and the turmeric and the citrus uh -huh. feels nice yeah and the ninjom is good so it all works together and it sort of really settles it down so Highly recommend that. Next time I've got a sore throat, I'm going to shove garlic yeah. down my throat. <laughs> Eat some garlic cloves. Yeah, it works, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could adapt your character, um, Mommy Long Legs, what would, you, what would you add to your character? I don't know. That's kind of tough. I mean, and honestly, I just like to see more of her. Like, I would like to see more of her origin story, how she got that way kind of thing. I, I have literally no idea what they're planning to do. I have no idea if I'm going to come back. I don't have an idea about anything. But it would be amazing to act out, you know, what happened to her, like who she was before this happened sort of thing. Because uh, it's hinted at in a sheet that you find that she actually had a name, which is uh, Marie Payne. Uh, in the game and so and, and everything was the result of an experiment so I'd love to be like who is she who was she before this happened you know what made her this way why did this happen I'd love to delve into those sort of aspects um which would be a lovely thing to explore but obviously I have no idea what they're planning so but yeah ideally in my mind that's what I personally would love to explore with her but I mean what I've been able to do in terms of the character already has been amazing. It's been so much fun. Like honestly, every single time they sent me a script to see, I'm getting my throat's like going already. Every single time they sent me a script to record for her, I was just like, oh, I can't wait. It's so much fun. You know, I really enjoyed it. Like genuinely enjoyed it. So, so yeah, I don't think I'd change anything. It would just be super fun to explore more, if that makes sense. Well, I like that. I like, I would like to see more of, uh, your phenomenal voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, would we? Would you like to just take five? Just have a drink. Are you okay? Do you need a oh, drink? Oh no, I'm alright. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Oh, okay, that's good then. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's see. Uh, we are kind. Of, we touched on this a bit um, on the Twitter spaces, but it's uh, if your character was a sweet, what would it be? And you touched a bit on it, saying, "Yeah." Busy Coca-Cola bottles or strawberry laces, definitely. <laughs> That's the answer yeah, to that question. Some, some really <laughs> no other candies, really. Yeah, some like re re really sour strawberry laces. Yeah, sour strawberry laces that were like stretchy and stringy. Yeah, that would definitely be it. <laughs> <laughs> With the game being so popular, how do you maintain your mental health? Have you received any media training? 
Um, do you do any sort of yoga? Every time I ask this question, um, most of the voice actors or actresses are always like, I've been getting into yoga a lot. Um, <laughs> so what's, what have you been doing to maintain a, health, a healthy mental health? Yeah, I mean, honest, I can't, you know, sort of speak for what works for everybody else. But for me personally, I find that just stepping back from the things that give you an inkling of struggle, if you can, really helps preserve your sanity. So I I don't really interact, like, for example, like this, this pains me to say it because a lot of people are probably just genuinely being nice, but like, I don't reply to any random DMs I've gotten about the character or anything like that, because as much as I would love to, because, you know, like I said, I'm sure there are people who are just being genuine and just want to say how much they liked it, which I super appreciate, by the way. I, it's just, it's a bit too much of a risk um, to, to kind of interact with everything because you don't know what people are going to be like because sometimes people, they'll be a fan of something and they'll try to interact with the, the, the person or thing that they're a fan of. And then when they get a response, they take that as like a... Um, just a a green light to just go nuts and just kind of like message all the time and you know sort of demand people's time I mean I've seen it happen so many times with like twitch streamers and voice actors who have gotten messages and emails and they've been like oh thank you so much really appreciate it and then the person will just like keep sending messages keep sending emails and stuff so I try to like keep everything pretty limited pretty locked tight try to show my appreciation in other ways. Like the other day I made like a TikTok doing a few of her lines and stuff like that. And I commented on like Jacksepticeye and Markiplier's videos just saying like, oh, you know, it's so cool that you've played this and I'm really happy to see it and all this kind of stuff, you know? So yeah, for me, I don't do yoga, but I do do lots of exercise. And I think that's been helping a lot as well um, because it just makes me personally feel together. Like if I don't exercise then I feel like, I'm just kind of not in a great place mentally because I'm like, oh God, I really should have, you know, been moving today. And the endorphins help as well. Like, you know, it just feels like so good when I've done like a cardio session and you come back and you're all sweaty and then you have a shower and it's like, ah, you know, even though you're tired, you just feel kind of like refreshed, like you've done something productive. Yeah. Yeah. It's speaking of productivity as well, like just keeping productive helps me too. Like, even if I don't have a lot of work, I'll try to like be productive in other ways, like doing other tasks that I need to do, like finance stuff or you know, anything to do with my website or sort of, you know, general maintenance or stuff like that, you know, or just going around the house and doing a bunch of cleaning or sorting stuff out, you know, just makes me feel so much better. Um, yeah, I would highly recommend yoga and meditation. You know, I know that that works for a lot of people and honestly, I wish I could meditate more, but I think I'm just too impatient. Like, I don't know if that's just me, but like, I just, I find it difficult to like sit down and center myself for a bit I would rather put that time into doing you know like I said like productive things um but you know I've had so many people say that meditation is absolutely fantastic and of course yoga is yoga you can never go wrong with yoga it's brilliant um but yeah that's it for me sort of in a nutshell just sort of preserving myself and not putting myself too out there don't get into any online arguments or anything don't comment on something negative even though you might desperately want to you know yeah, I can imagine like you see something that you really have an opinion on. Mm-hmm. I want to comment on this. <laughs> yeah, it's like you hear someone say something. It's like, you know, I've seen a lot of people sort of saying like, oh, she sounds like, you know, Spinel from Steven Universe or blah, blah. And I'm like, I, I genuinely didn't use that as an influence. 
but I'm not going to say anything because it's like, you know, people are allowed to think that. They're allowed to have their opinion. They're allowed to think what they think. And, you know, it's a compliment. You know, I just have to see it that way, you know, because she's a cool character. And even though that may not have been the case, it's still cool to see people say it. So you just have to try and twist it in a different way and, you know, just take it with a pinch of salt and not interact with everything, you know? Yeah, going back to uh, the exercise to help maintain positive Mm. mental health, I've been doing Just Dance on... um, Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. And, you know, I've felt felt like, oh, you know what, dancing to a K-pop song is actually really good. Yeah, exactly, like just dancing to songs that you love. Like even that is great exercise in itself and it lifts your mood because it's, it's music and, you know, music is absolutely fantastic for me mentally. Like if I'm, you know, sad, I will listen to a song that or that gives me strength or, you know, makes me feel happy and it always works. You know, even if it's a piece of music, you know, I have like scores from from movies um, and I'll listen to it and it just instantly makes me feel better. You know, like just yeah. little stupid things like that. I mean, like obviously if you've got a more in-depth problem, you know, I'm speaking to just moods, but, you know... Um, for me personally, like that, that stuff helps a lot. Have you seen um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon before? Yes, I love that film. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I literally religiously listen to the soundtrack. It is yeah, so isn't it amazing? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love the soundtrack to that movie too. It's beautiful. I actually <laughs> like um, watched that movie recently and I was listening to the soundtrack again. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. It's yeah. just gorgeous. Oh, so, oh, I love beautiful. it. Yeah, it just so, makes you feel so tranquil. <laughs> yeah, like it's the, my ears thank me afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I'm me. like that with the Lord of the Rings soundtrack as well. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I, oh. So there's good. there's this really good artist who does like uh, Celtic and fantasy music and his name's Adrian Ooh. Ziegler, I think. Um, he does really, really good um, Celtic music, fantasy, yeah. medieval music, and it is Ooh. beautiful. It's just so gorgeous, isn't it? Because like you listen to it, and it's like, although it would kind of suck to be in medieval times, it really yeah. does transport you to a different place, and you're just like, you know, this is our history, and it's just amazing. I do love me a good Gregorian chant as well. Like That really does take me to a a different place it's just so mystical and just like so lovely you know so i, I love them too <laughs> yeah that is really really good so um just wrapping things up now um lastly uh could you perform some vo- voice lines <laughs> that were your favorites <laughs> um yes i'm gonna try and think of some off the top of my head um what does she say uh, I'll do like the one at the beginning, which I like. Um, when she, oh god, I can't even remember. A new playmate. It's been so long. Uh, mommy, something. <laughs> mommy heard that Poppy was going to just give you the train code to escape. Now, how is that fun? I like doing that. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously like the angry ones but i'm not gonna like yell <laughs> the yeah. mic would be like Bleh. but yeah it, honestly all of it was so much fun i loved oh, it yeah. 
my, my favourite one was obey the rules or I'll tear you apart and eat your insides while you're still alive. I'll tear you apart and eat your insides while you're still alive. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> you know, sitting here and being able to talk to voice actors and actresses and then when they do their lines i sit here and i'm in complete like nerd mode yeah like, oh. oh same literally <laughs> my favorite thing is like watching behind the scenes of a show or something and the character's got this absolutely wacky voice and then you like <laughs> they interview the voice actor and they're just like yeah so um yeah i did this <laughs> and it's just like they're completely normal like the the, the talent is just it's always something I severely respect. And like everybody who was in the game did like, got to shout them out. They did such an amazing job, you know, like they, they really, really did. And it's just a credit to the game. And I'm just like, I'm so, so, so grateful to have been part of it. I, I really am. You can experience Elsie's phenomenal voice by buying Poppy Playtime, Chapter 2, now available on Steam. Uh, you can follow uh, Elsie Lovelock on Twitter and everywhere else. Is it just Elsie Lovelock? Uh, I know yeah. Twitter's just Elsie Lovelock. Twitter is uh, at Elsie Lovelock. YouTube is just Elsie Lovelock. Um, and yeah, if you want to hire me, uh, my messages are open. <laughs> my email <laughs> is there, as long as it's a proper project. But um, yes. yeah, no, that's... That, yeah. <laughs> no i know they wouldn't but yeah that that that's kind of it really yeah twitter and youtube are sort of my main things uh but yeah thanks thanks for that shout out that was very nice no no problem at all uh mentee obsessed is also doing um a giveaway on twitter right now to win a sign print from the lovely oh, yes. love luck yes yes i have um i've only got one um mommy print at the moment um but uh, i should have more as well and they'll also be on my streamily store um at some point too um which there's i'll put a link to that on my website because i keep forgetting to do that but yeah no streamily elsie lovelock uh there'll be prints on there soon oh yes we are doing a giveaway which will be cool so yeah streamily.com forward forward slash elsie lovelock Yep, I think that's it. Yes, it, it is. <laughs> it just is. Checked. Cool, I can't remember. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much, Elsie, for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure to sit here and interview you. Oh, you too. It's been a pleasure to be interviewed by you. You've done such a fantastic job. Like You're such a great host, and I'm really, really happy that you brought me on, and thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. I need like Yelp reviews. <laughs> Just yeah, no, I, I give you five stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Mentally Obsessed podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please consider giving it a rating on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And also give myself a follow at IamReSmart on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. And also please follow the official Mentally Obsessed Twitter account and Instagram account at Mentally Obsessed. Thank you so much again for listening.